0: Welcome to a special Frederick beer excursion episode of...
1: Brutal Battle.
0: We have done a beer excursion to Frederick in the past, and we had an episode for that, so if you want to check it out, you can check it out on our website or through archive.org by searching Brutal Battle and looking through. It might still be on iTunes, but there's usually only like the last 50 episodes available on iTunes, so this is our second time doing a beer excursion to Frederick because there's a lot in Frederick... And we uh,
1: still haven't done them all.
0: Right, we still haven't done them all, especially because we hit some of the same one, well, all the same ones we hit the first time because we liked them so much, plus a few other ones. And this was for?
1: My birthday. Yes,
0: Rebecca's birthday. And since it was Rebecca's birthday, we went big, and instead of doing the typical three breweries when we go out to a location like this, we did six
1: breweries. Yeah, we did a lot.
0: But for that reason, and since, you know, one of us was driving, we didn't do a lot at each one. You know, yeah. we just did like a few tasting pours. I don't, we didn't do full pours at any place. No. We either did sampler sizes if they had sampler sizes or half pours or whatever they allowed basically at those locations. So we'll talk about what we had there. We have four beers representing four of the breweries we went to. So unfortunately, not all of them are represented but we'll give each one enough time and talk about our experience there. Yeah. So our And we're going in order. We're going to talk about them in order that we actually hit them. And I will say up front, if you have not been to Frederick and you're into breweries, especially brewery hopping, Frederick is the way to go because there are a lot of breweries pretty close. In fact, there are a bunch. The first three that we hit – no, the, sorry, the first four, four that we hit – are very, very, very close. Like, Like within walking distance. Yeah, like, within a few blocks of each other, basically. Some of them right next to each other. Actually, two next to each other, then two next to each other, and between them, basically, like, two blocks worth of walking. Well, we're
1: going to talk about Attaboy Barrel House, but regular Attaboy was right there. We just didn't go there because we went to the Barrel House.
0: Yeah, so when we first went to Frederick, we went to regular Attaboy location. Since then, they've opened their Barrel House, which apparently not a lot of people know about,
1: well, it's only open on Saturdays.
0: Okay, yeah. But it is very worth it. And it's important to say that a lot of their kind of barrel program stuff is available there, but also they have what they call their clean beers.
1: Their fresh
0: beers. Their fresh beers, that's right. That is what they call them. Their fresh beers, which they have at their normal location. So you can go to the barrel house and try the barrel stuff, but also try the stuff at their normal location yeah. in the same place. I mean, they
1: didn't have all of the offerings, but they had, th- right. they had free... Three fresh beers. That was a tongue twister.
0: And then, I don't know, like six
1: of their barrel beers or something like that. I think because we got a flight of six and we tried two fresh.
0: We did two and four. And 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 I think there were two that we didn't do that were sour, their barrel. We got
1: all the barrels. No,
0: I don't think we did. The
1: one we couldn't because I didn't do it in sampler size.
0: And I think we skipped on another one. Yeah. But anyway.
1: Regardless, they have they have
0: plenty is the point. Oh, and by the way, disclaimer: if you end up hearing things like thunder during the podcast, we're recording during a storm, so it's not intense right now, but you may hear it, so just know that. So, let's crack this beer, and then we'll talk a a little bit more about the Attaboy Barrel House, which for me personally was my favorite.
1: Yeah, of
0: the six we went to,
1: it was fun. It was fun. It was
0: definitely my favorite. So this is their Strata Farm Boy. It's a barrel-aged Saison blend that's dry-hopped with Strata Hops, and it's 6.8% alcohol, and it is in a 750-milliliter bottle. I believe that if you're taking beers to go, all their barrel beers are in 750-milliliter bottles. So, yeah. So, we had this one while we were there.
1: And it was our favorite.
0: It was by far our favorite, Uh, although I don't think there were any beers we hated there. No. No. There were, you know, obviously there were ones we liked more than other ones, but you know, I'll talk about what we ended up getting. I think we just did. We did two flights. I think.
1: Yeah, because their flights are only three.
0: Yeah, yeah, three in a flight. And we I'm s- glad you remembered that because I forgot.
1: Three in a flight. We got two flights. Everywhere else, we just got one flight and shared.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the look on this Strata Farm Boy—it's
1: pretty clear.
0: Yeah, there there is some haziness to it, but it's not insane. A decent amount of heads sitting around yeah. on the top. very yellow. Yeah, very yellow. Smell. Get
1: Smell. that lemon.
0: Yeah, lots of lemon tartness. A little honey. There's a little, there is that slight kind of like Vaseline note in there. It's very faint though.
1: Yeah, on I, can the nose. S- I can see that.
0: There's a lot of that lemon though. Like yeah, that lemon tart lemon. twang. There's some nice kind of funkiness coming through yeah. in the nose as well that I really like, and you can smell that saison yeast base to it. it smells good. It smells kind of light, refreshing, funky, sour, like just a ton of flavors just coming together. Well, aromas that should translate to the flavors. It smells really good. Very vibrant. Very fresh. Very like it's got a fresh snap to it. Most yeah. likely.
1: It's real yeasty. I love that.
0: Yeah, it does come off yeasty, and it's got what you love.
1: The naked Cheerio. That
0: kind of naked Cheerio finish that you get with some sour beers. Mm. And there's a... There's funkiness on it in the flavor, like we were saying, in the nose, but it's not crazy. Like, it kind yeah. of... You get it in the middle and then it kind of like folds in with all the other flavors with like the lemony sourness and a little bit of like that honey and that Saison yeast flavor. It's all just kind of, and the funkiness, or yeah, the funkiness is what I'm talking about. Yeah. And that naked Cheerio on the finish. It's really good. There's just a lot going on in it. Yeah, there's a lot of flavors and they're all they all just kind of like play well with each other. They fold into each other. Yeah, this is a really good beer. It's flavorful. It's got that crisp snap to it. It's kind of refreshing at the mm-hmm. same time that it's Definitely. like very flavor satisfying. It's really good, but it's got that nice grainy finish to it too. Yeah, this is a really good beer. So, our experience at Attaboy Barrel House. We got there basically as soon as it opened. Yeah,
1: so we were like the first ones in there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Which is, I always like one place when you got got the place to yourself. <laughs> uh,
0: yes, it is super fun that way.
1: Um, so like we said, we got two um flights.
0: Yep, the three beer flights. And
1: it was it was a hot day, but it was manageable, and we're still kind of at this place where we want to kind of stay outside as much as we can, given COVID. Um, so we got our plates, sat outside, um, and they had ample, oh, I still have beer oh, in I'm there. So, oh,
0: sorry. You didn't stop me. There wasn't that much though. You can finish that up. Harlan tried
1: to rinse my glass and I still had beer in my glass.
0: The good thing is this is a 750 milliliter bottle, which is still bubbling for some reason. That's weird. Don't let this sit, people. Keep it in, look at this.
1: Why is it doing that?
0: It's still fermenting. There's still yeast. So, unfortunately, we're going to have to drink a little more while we talk. Because it's coming out of the bottle. You got to keep it cold, folks. Well, here you go. We'll end up... I'm getting a little pineapple, actually, on this now, so, yeah. too.
1: All
0: right. We got to drink a little more.
1: So, we sat, out, it sat outside. It was a warm day. They had... Most of their seating was... Um, not under shade they had two like
0: cloth things
1: like tarp kind of yeah but they weren't they were weren't really under there was no seating underneath them so you kind of had to stand there in the shade if you wanted a little shade but it wasn't too bad so what do we have there
0: could have definitely been worse so the first thing we had was there sorry i'm pulling up my untapped their backyard queen,
1: which was Helles Lager, which was delicious. There's a
0: very good Hellas Lager. It was real grainy for a lager, which is kind of weird, but it really worked with that beer. Um, I would think that typically if I have a lager with a graininess like that, I wouldn't be a fan, but it really worked for that beer. That was a really nice beer.
1: And then the other fresh beer we had was the Fredhead Red, which is a red IPA, IPA. basically.
0: That was, was tasty. Yeah, it was good. I mean, how often do you get to have a red IPA?
1: Yeah, and we passed on their other fresh beer, which was a West Coast IPA, because we thought let's try the red because right. they're a little more rare.
0: Although you know me and West Coast style I, IPAs, I kind of wanted I know, to get it. It was it, a but... tough
1: decision, and then but then like we didn't want to get all fresh beers because we wanted to try all their bottles barrel yeah. stuff.
0: Yeah, because being at the barrel house, you might as well. So yeah, so the Fredhead Red was good as well. Um. The Hillside, which was a Fruited Sour, it had, um, actually, let me see if it says on this. Um, Yeah, so the Hillside has blueberry and raspberry. It was was good. It It was good. It was good. Apparently, that one was kind of a a real crowd pleaser there from what we were told. Uh, And by the way, shout out to Kelsey, our beer tender, who was awesome. Very helpful. Very nice. We talked her up for a while. She was super, super cool. Uh, yeah, so then we had the Hillside. Then we had the Farm Boy Strata, which is what we're having right now. Uh, then we had Small Time, which was a Saison. Uh, I think, was that the rye one? Let me look here. Oh, that was the Barrel aged Petite Saison. That one was really good, too. We really did enjoy that one. Then we had the Rube, which was uh, their rye Saison. Mm-hmm. I don't really feel like the rye uh, worked that yeah, well. That was,
1: I think the one we liked the least out of all the beers there.
0: Yeah, I wasn't I wouldn't get that again and I wasn't really a fan of it. I, I just don't think the rye in the Saison really went well. I think the rye kind of overpowered a lot that was going on and made it taste kinda of like muddy and like overly spiced from just, the rye. It was a little murky. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't clicking for us. But that is it. That's all we had at Idiom Barrel House. But The inside space is super nice.
1: Yeah, and it's an event space. You can rent it out. And they just had a wedding there the weekend before we were there, which Mm -hmm. would have been super cool because you can see all the barrels. Yeah.
0: Beautiful space. Beautiful. Uh, Highly, highly, highly recommend going there because of the ambiance and the beer tender, Kelsey, and obviously the beer. The beer was a huge plus. And like I said, that was my favorite of the places we went to, even though we went to a lot of good places. So... That was at Boy Barrel House. So our next stop was? Idiom. Which, funny enough, we just had a brewery showcase to come out on Idiom Brewing, so you can go back and listen to that. But we're going to have another beer from Idiom, and then talk about Idiom. And this
1: one we haven't had before. We
0: have not had this one at all. This one came out for the 4th of July for them, for that big celebration, and it is a collaboration.
1: It's called Popping Off, and it is a collaboration with Homemade Brewing. And it is a bomb pop smoothie sour with raspberry, cherry, pomegranate, lime, and vanilla. And it comes in at 5.3%.
0: Now, when they say bomb pop, if people aren't familiar, it's that kind of um, blue, like blue raspberry, vanilla, cherry flavored popsicle that's, you know, Fourth of July esque, you know, because it's red, white, and blue that you can get from ice cream trucks. So, oh, and side note. We do plan on going to Homemade at some point, and Homemade's near Kushwa. That's another brewery we want to yeah. hit. So at some point, you'll hear us talking about them when we get to it. So this is a 16 ounce can. Did you say the ABV? Yep, 5.3. Okay. Awesome, thanks. Popping off. I'm very interested to try this because I know. it sounds very And tasty. I mean,
1: all the Idiom beers we had were so good when we were there. We only, Idiom they only did half pour, so we only did three beers there.
0: Yeah, we definitely would have done more Idiom if their pours were different.
1: But it was nice because everything that we didn't try, we were able to get in cans because, again, they do mix four packs.
0: Which is key. That's huge. Which I love really that they nice. do that. Okay, so this bomb pop, this popping off. It just looks like reddish, yeah, like reddish-pinkish.
1: Yeah. And they had this when we were there, and we debated about getting it, but...
0: Then we were like, you can just get get it in in a can. can. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's what we like to do in those situations. Scope out what you can get in cans, and then try mainly try the stuff you can't, and then do it that way.
1: work backwards.
0: Yeah, basically. So, yeah. Color. It's got a nice pink head on top, too. I really like the look of that head.
1: I'm getting the lime. I'm getting the cherry.
0: God. Yeah, the lime and cherry are by far the most prominent smells. I feel like I'm
1: getting the pomegranate, too.
0: I can see that. And there's a... There is, like, the vanilla's in there, too, for yeah. sure. That vanilla, it's, like, very nice and soft. It's giving it kind of, kind of a creamy note yeah. in the nose that I'm really liking. Truly making it smell like a smoothie sour, like they're calling it.
1: Are you getting the raspberry?
0: Yeah. Actually, I am getting the raspberry. I do feel feel like you can get all the notes in the nose. Sounds smells good. It smells very good. It smells very, very good. And the more you sniff it, the more, you know, each of those smells start to kind of even out on the same level. So
1: Oh, it tastes good. All of the flavors that you got Ooh. on the nose, you're getting in the flavor. Holy
0: crap. Um, Tastes like a bomb pop. But like a good version of a bomb yeah. pop. Because those are like, you know, they're not the best quality of ingredients when those bomb pops are actually made. So this would be like a high class artisanal version of a bomb pop, basically. Mm. So the lime, the lime is pretty strong. Yeah. But the rest of the flavors do kind of stand up to it. I, yeah, I'm getting the cherry. I'm getting the pomegranate, pomegranate. I'm getting the vanilla for sure. Um, Yeah. Raspberry. Raspberry's in there. That really comes together well. Yeah,
1: that's good. It really does.
0: And I love that kind of creaminess you're getting along with the vanilla edition in there. That's tasty. That's a good beer. It's a good beer. This just reminds me that, and I was planning on saying this, for us, for what we've experienced in Maryland, and keep in mind we haven't tried beers from every single brewery in Maryland because they're a Nowhere close. But we're working on that. Um, at the moment, our favorite breweries for sours in Maryland are Idiom and Crooked Crab. So, just saying. And this bo- this popping off exemplifies yeah. that. So, you want to take the lead on our experience at idiom?
1: Yeah. Um, so, we went in. We got three half pours. So they do um, six ounces. And their beers are reasonably priced because Very. they were only... It's only $3 for a six ounce pour, which I thought is pretty reasonable. Kind of crazy. Um, and then Idiom is right along Carroll Creek... So we went outside and sat along the creek, which was really nice. And it's like a man made creek with like brick sides. So it's not like too wildernessy of a creek. It's pretty uh, commercial, but it's pretty nonetheless. Um, and there's fish and like water features in the creek. Um, so while we were there, we had um, a strawberry blonde. Yeah, that was their cream uh, of the crop.
0: Cream of the crop. It was a. Strawberry Creamsicle Blonde Ale. Yeah, which was so tasty. Had, so it had milk sugar, strawberries, and um, Madagascar Vanilla beans.
1: And then we also had their Kolsch.
0: Yeah, honestly, the cream of the crop sounds like kind of a gimmicky type beer for people who don't drink beer, but it was very good. Yeah. It was really well done. There were, people were comparing it to Nesquik, to like strawberry Nesquik. It definitely better than that. That's yeah, that's, that's an a disservice. Under, yeah, that's an undersell. Strawberry Quick is actually nasty. This beer was really good. So Cream the Crop, we had their Under the Sun, which was a Kolsch. That was okay. Yeah, I, I think it was, it was okay. the weakest
1: offering that we had.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: And then we had another sour.
0: Uh, it's the Berries, which was very good. Very, very good. And that one had, let me see, Raspberries, Boysenberries, and Blackberries, that was very tasty, and we actually got one of those in a can in our mix four pack we because we liked it, was it. Yeah. that good.
1: That was our favorite.
0: Yeah, we actually considered doing that for this episode, but then are like, nah, let's do one of the ones we haven't yeah, done." Something new, especially because I feel like with Idiom, you're not really taking a chance when you're doing a sour with them because every single sour we've had is is good yeah. to outstanding. So yeah, but. Yeah, lots of outside seating. They had hand sanitizer at every table, which was very nice of them. And um, it's a nice space, really nice space, whether you want to be inside or outside. Very nice ambiance and good. They have a good mix of beers on tap, too. Yeah. Because they had, like, some lagers. They had that Kolsch. They had that... You know, strawberry creamsicle blonde. They have plenty of sours.
1: They had IPAs. They had
0: IPAs. Did they have any stouts on?
1: No, they didn't. I don't not think they did, stouts. but they were
0: gonna have one coming on a porter. Yeah, a porter.
1: They just put on this weekend a coconut porter.
0: Yeah, got it, got it. So yeah, that was Idiom. We yeah. really enjoyed it, and that was our second time going to Idiom. And
1: they have um, food trucks like in the front where their little parking lot is, but we didn't go there.
0: And I will say that this this second time we went to Idiom, I felt like their beers were even better than the first time we went. Yeah. And we liked their beers the first time we went. We like them even more now. So I don't know if it's just we warmed up to them even more or they're actually, like, even better than they used to yeah. be. But they're doing a great job.
1: Well, the last time we went, I think, it was the last place we went after a, a full a bunch, day of yeah. beers. So sometimes that isn't always the best because you're kind of bearded out.
0: Yeah, that may have played a part in it so then the fourth brewery sorry third, third i'm like jumping ahead the third brewery we went to was steinhardt which is right next door i keep
1: wanting to say Steinhouse. no
0: steinhardt which is right next door to idiom literally they're in the same building they
1: kind of share a patio
0: they basically they they delineate it though outside and they actually say like for steinhardt customers only for and idiom
1: the, customers only yeah, like basically. they don't want you
0: to right so um so i mean why are you not going to stop yeah. in the Steinhardt when it's right there? So, uh, we got something a little bit different speed-wise. Uh, we're doing the Steinhardt Vienna Lager, which is 4.9% alcohol. And they don't can. All their stuff is in bottles yeah. today. So, this Very is in interesting. a 12-ounce bottle. It is interesting because everyone's pretty much moved over to cans. So, I wonder why they're still doing bottles. Yeah. It might actually be because... It's kind of been a bit harder to get cans because I know there was at least an aluminum shortage at some point in 2020. So I don't know if that was a factor. Don't know.
1: Yeah. So they did samplers there. We actually ended up with two samplers because we were only going to do one. And then we found the beer that we wanted to get to go. But then when we went to get it, we realized, oh, we didn't look ahead and they don't actually have it to go. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We were really bummed about that.
1: So then we went back and we were going to get pours of like two other ones to try to determine what we wanted to go. But the lady's like, well, it's cheaper to get another sampler. And we're like, okay. Yeah, why
0: not? (laughs) Oh, you talked us into it. Okay.
1: Their samplers were a sampler of five, but I think they were only like three ounce pours. Yes,
0: correct. They were small pours. I like that because, and they had a huge tap list. Yeah, they did. Huge tap list. I don't even know how many beers were on there. It was a lot.
1: They had had three seltzers, which is interesting because seltzers are all the rage right now.
0: So let's look at this Vienna Lager. What does it look like? A very malty beer.
1: Yeah, it's like amber,
0: Orangeish brownish. Yeah, yeah. Um, not much of a head to it, but there's some big bubbles kind of hanging out. Ooh, man, it smells so malty.
1: Yeah, it's really malty.
0: It smells malty, but it smells very like light and crisp at the same time.
1: I'm also getting a little caramel. Like, there's definitely some sweetness definitely. to it.
0: It's kind of, to me, it's kind of straddling that line between like brown sugar and caramel. You know what I mean? Like before the brown sugar turns to caramel. It smells smells excellent. It smells really good, partially refreshing, super malty. Hmm. Ooh, yeah.
1: Just a nice, easy, easy to drink at 4.9%.
0: Very easy. Nice and malty, but but not too malty to the point where it's kind of cloying. Right. Because a lot of that maltiness can make it super sweet. This has a little sweetness from the maltiness, but it's not too much. And I'm getting that caramelly note mm-hmm. that you're talking about. And it's finishing with a bit of kind of like a hay note on the finish as well. That's kind of nice. Yeah. This is a good, easy beer. Yeah. And we had to get them in four packs because that's how they had their bottles in four packs. Right. So I'm good to have another three of these. Yeah. That's, this is a good go-to when you want like a nice malty lager. Easy. Yeah. Easy, clean, tasty, malty. That's a good beer. So we
1: had a lot of beers there. <laughs> yeah. Because since we did two. So we had ten beers. Um, yeah. I would say this, for me, this is the brewery that was the most hit or miss.
0: I agree with that. Well, I'd say kind of tied with uh, our fourth brewery. Yeah, I'd say tied with our fourth brewery.
1: There were, um, well, well, you're going to get to it, but there are peaches and cream IPA. Yeah,
0: peaches and cream milkshake IPA.
1: Delicious.
0: That's the one we wanted to bring home, but they didn't have it in bottles, unfortunately. That was very tasty. It was creamy. It was very peachy. Very good beer. Yeah. That beer was very, very but very But then they
1: awesome. had a strawberry and cream, which was a mess.
0: <laughs> right. It <laughs> was
1: not very good.
0: Uh they had the a Kolsch, it's just called Kolsch, the Steinhardt Kolsch. That was That was good. Mm, very good, nice tasty. They do light styles really well, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Uh then yeah, that strawberry shortcake milkshake IPA was terrible. It tasted like just like
1: it tasted like bad strawberries. It yeah. It was just kind of one note.
0: Well, it didn't even taste like strawberries. It just tasted like strawberry flavoring that was yeah. really artificial and gross. And that just dominated the whole thing. So that one was not good. Uh, then they had their Coco Loco. That was good. Which was, was that coconut or is it just cocoa? Let me look. Chocolate coconut. Yeah, yeah. That one was good. We considered getting a four pack of that one to bring home.
1: Because it was good
0: but it was it was one of those ones where it's not imperial stout it's just a straight stout but there's a good level of flavor to it.
1: And I think the ABV was really low on that, which was surprising. Yeah,
0: it was 4.2. Yeah. That's awesome. If you can get a nice flavorful stout that's that low in ABV, that's a find in my opinion. A
1: very it's an accomplishment.
0: It was a very good beer. Uh, Then we had their Frambois, which was a raspberry version of a Flanders Red that they do. And that one was good. Rebecca wasn't as It's not my style.
1: I don't like that.
0: Well, it had a good amount of tartness to it. I enjoyed it. I thought that was pretty well done. Then we had their Bourbon Barrel Aged Imperial Tupelo Stout. And that was not good. Uh, There was
1: just no barrel characteristic.
0: So it's... Unless
1: she poured us the wrong one, because they had that one barrel aged and not barrel aged.
0: Either way, it wasn't good. Yeah. It was. It's an imperial stout with vanilla beans and topello honey, and then they aged it for th- more than three months in bourbon barrels. Apparently, you tasted no bourbon barrel. Uh, it just tasted like ash, just like ash. That's it. It was a bad beer. Uh, then they we had their great cascades, which was a west coast style IPA, that was and okay. that, that was okay. Uh, and then their Vienna Lager, which we just had and is very tasty. Then we had their Vienna Lager on a Firkin with oh. cinnamon and vanilla beans, and that was not good. It,
1: Way too much cinnamon. It tasted,
0: it was just cinnamon. It yeah. was like just cinnamon. It was.
1: it was too much cinnamon. Way I think too, too if, much cinnamon. If the cinnamon was dialed down and you got more vanilla, it could have yeah. been good.
0: Yeah, that that beer was not good.
1: Because I think cinnamon in the beer could have been a nice adjunct, but it was too much.
0: Then we did their Orange Haze, which was a New England style IPA with orange added to it. Oh, that's okay. That one was decent. Um, and that was it. Yeah. So as you can hear, it was pretty hit or miss. Like some of those beers were just bad. Some of those beers were really good. So and the fact. And then had a handful in the middle. Yeah. And a handful in the middle. So really hitting a range. So I think it's good that they have the three ounce pours and five in a sampler, because then you can do that first and figure out what you really want more of. So that's a good thing. So high risk, high reward type brewery, yeah. in my opinion.
1: And they had ample inside and outside seating as well.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a good...
1: And they also had hand sanitizer on the tables.
0: Yes. Yes, they did. Them and Idiom. Okay, so that was Steinhardt. And like I said, you know, if, especially if you're going to Frederick and you're going to Idiom or Attaboy, which are right there, just you can stop in Steinhardt. Because like you said, that Peaches and Cream milkshake IPA was killer. That was killer, and this Vienna is really good, and that Kolsch was really good, mm-hmm. and that Coca Loco was really, really good. Yeah. So, yeah, they had a lot of good stuff. Uh, then our fourth brewery we went to was Smoketown Beer, and they're in the same building as the Attaboy, Attaboy. Barrel
1: House. No, ad- regular Attaboy.
0: Oh, regular so Attaboy. At-
1: the Barrel House is like half a block down the road. Oh,
0: that's right. Okay, yeah, yeah. Got me. I'm getting confused. Yeah. So too this many
1: is their lunch pail sour series and it's their key lime and it's made with lactose and it is six percent. Okay. And we did have this.
0: We did have this one. Because we did a sample.
1: Yeah. And this, this brewery did four. Probably what, four or five ounce spores? Uh sounds about right. I think so. And they had indoor and outdoor seating as well. Not much outdoor, like on picnic tables. I mean, good but enough. Yeah, we found a spot.
0: Good enough, in my opinion. Okay. So what is this lunch pail sour looking like?
1: It's yellow. Very orange? I am going to say yellow, yellow orange.
0: Yeah, very hazy. Can't really see through it or anything. Very limey. <laughs> An insane amount of lime, and it smells great.
1: And it smells creamy, too, from that lactose. <sighs>
0: Yeah, it, the first thing you get obviously is that really big kick of that tart lime. It smells excellent. I love the smell of that lime in there. And then it kind of imparts after that like a vanillay creaminess at the end. Yeah. Key lime pie. Yeah. No, it it smells smells like key lime pie. And that's kind of all I smell. It's just, just those notes. It smells great.
1: Yeah. And it's Mm. not so much, sometimes when I've had lime in beers, it can taste like pine salt or like a cleaner. Yeah. This isn't there. No, not at all. This has a lot of lime without being cleaner.
0: Yeah, I just, I think the lime in this is beautiful. I think it's really really well pulled off. And that kind of like creamy, creamy vanilliness that it finishes with really helps to kind of usher that sourness from the lime out of your palate a little bit. So it kind of, like, makes it a little more even keel on the finish.
1: Yeah, I really like this beer. And we did have this.
0: Yeah, this beer's really good. You know, and it's interesting, like, in that transition period of each sip where it goes from the lime to that, like, creamy vanilla, I feel like I get, like, a coconut hmm. is a little bit what it comes off as, which is a great thing. I think that's an excellent note in there. This is a good beer. This is a very good beer. So, yeah, what did we get at Smoketown. We got Dalton's Lager, which was not good.
1: We didn't like that.
0: That was not a good lager. It was a
1: Czech lager, right?
0: Yeah, it was Czech-style lager, not tasting too good. As I remember, it was very grainy and not in a good way. You yeah. know, we were talking about the Hell's Lager we had at Attaboy Barrel House that was grainy but in a good way. This was grainy in a bad way. That beer was not very good. We had the Lunch Pail Series Key Lime Pie uh, go uh, sour, which obviously we're having is very really good. Like, really like that. Uh, we also had their Lunch pail Sour Blackberry Vanilla, which
1: It was okay. It was
0: fine. It mainly just tasted like blackberry, though.
1: Yeah, we didn't get any vanilla, Yeah, we didn't get
0: anything other than the blackberry. Then we had the It's For My Wife, which is supposed to be a milkshake IPA. Uh, it says... It's supposed to be like an orange milkshake IPA. It just tasted like an IPA.
1: Yeah, we didn't get that milkshake style.
0: It tasted okay. Uh, yeah. Like, if, if you would have given it to us and been like, this is just an IPA, and we tasted it, we'd be like, okay, that's a solid IPA. It is not a milkshake IPA. So, right. I don't know if this is a, an issue of... We got the we wrong got, beer. Right. <laughs> did we get the wrong beer poured for us? But no orange, no milkshake yeah. to it. it. It was just like, okay. Um, and that was it. Yeah. I think, for me, Smoketown was my least favorite of all the breweries for that reason. Like, I felt like there were kind of more misses than hits yeah. for
1: us. It's hard, because this Lunch Pail key, key Lime is so good. Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> well, and that and that, that goes to something we should talk about, which is, you know, not every brewery is going to do every beer awesome. Right. You know, they're trying to hit a large range to bring in a lot of different people and satisfy as many people as possible but breweries obviously as you continue to try their stuff do really well at certain things. You know, like like we kind of said, like the lighter styles that Steinhardt did were kind of like their the their sweet spot. Idiom, the sours, their sweet spot. You know, Smoketown? Yeah, but I,
1: Idiom I think does a lot of styles well though. That's true. Cuz I've heard people I don't think I've we've had only one of their IPAs, but people rave about their IPAs.
0: Yeah. So, I guess just go go heavier on the sours when you go to Smoketown, I guess is my, yeah. Is my and thing. we
1: didn't do this, but because we just wanted a four pack of the key lime, but their lunch pail line, their lunch pail sour line, you can get a four a mixed four pack of.
0: Yeah, that's awesome, and that was the only beers you could do that for. But that's a cool thing to to offer. But we just we just straight up got a four pack of the key lime because it was so good. Plus, we wanted to share with Rich, who's been on the podcast before, because. He loves key lime pie sours, so we were like, this is a really good one. He's got to try
1: it. We still have to give that to him.
0: We do. We do. So don't drink those beers. I know. Have them hanging around. We have enough to drink, though.
1: So then we were going to stop there, but I was like, I still have a little steam left.
0: (laughs) A little (laughs) gas in the tank. A little
1: gas in the tank, and there's so many breweries in Frederick we should try to hit up. So we decided to go to Midnight Run.
0: And Midnight Run, we had wanted to stop at the last time we were in Frederick, but it was towards the end of the day, and we were kind of running out of steam and running out of time. Uh, so we were like, oh, we're just going to skip on it. Yeah. So I'm so glad we finally all the
1: bre- All the breweries we just talked about, you can walk to, but then um, Midnight Run, you have to drive, th- through. drive <laughs> to, not through,
0: drive <laughs> yeah, no, to. Don't, dr- don't drive to And Midnight
1: through. Run is like in a strip mall.
0: It is in a strip mall, Yeah. But – and they're a small space. Yeah. And, and if you go – like, we went in and then we went – you know, we went in the back, actually, because that's where they're – they have their se- outside seating in the back, out back, where the dumpsters are, basically. <laughs> um, but I'm not knocking it. It's just kind of – It was fun fine. Out. It's
1: – It was but- definitely, like – because I, I did my research, and I was like, all, all the breweries that, that we would possibly go to in Frederick that I want to go to all have outside seating. So we pull up, and there's no outside seating in the front – and Carlin's like, well, maybe it's in the back. I'm like, why would it be in the back? That'd be so weird. And sure it enough, was. we pull up in the back and there's like <laughs> three tables. And I could, I'm i like, this is totally a, a COVID pop-up oh, yeah. outside seating.
0: I mean, you do what you got, but it was, <laughs> it's, you know, it's innovating, you know, it's, yeah. it's solving a problem and they did a good job.
1: And otherwise we probably wouldn't have went there. Right. They had the outside seating and it was nice. They had an umbrella. They had the shade we wanted.
0: So the fact that we, you know, walk in from the back, like we actually walk through the brewery portion, it's small. Yeah. It's a very small brewery, and their tasting room in the front is very small. Mm-hmm. Um, so shout out to Dash, our beer tender there. Awesome guy. Super nice. Really accommodating with wanting to kind of take us through the tap list and tell us about this beer and that beer. Super chill guy. Makes you feel really comfortable, really welcome there. I loved him. He and Kelsey were our favorite beer tenders. Yeah. Those
1: are the ones we interacted with the most, though, mm-hmm. in all fairness.
0: So, shout out to Dash. Also, he helped us out when we got locked out <laughs> because somehow <laughs> when the door closed, when we went back out to their little beer, makeshift beer garden, the door locked. So, we had to call. Rebecca called. I'm and called he, a brewery. He answered the phone. He's like... How'd you get locked out? And we're like, I don't know, but come help us. So, yeah. So, what did we have? We had the. Um, we only had
1: three beers because they, which was.
0: Also half pours. Half pours. Yeah.
1: Which was weird because he gave us samplers of two different beers in little sampler glasses. So, yeah. like, you have the glassware. Yeah. Why don't you do samplers?
0: Yeah, they should definitely do samplers. So, anyone from Midnight Run hearing this, consider actually doing samplers. You'll probably sell more. But then again, maybe you don't need to. I don't know. That's just my thought. So we had their Milky Way Almond, which was an Imperial Stout.
1: With Amaretto. And it was Milky Way Amaretto. Yeah.
0: So um, the Amaretto was too much. was too much Amaretto. If you love Amaretto, you would love that beer. Yeah. But if you're not in love with Amaretto, it tasted just like only Amaretto, basically. I mean,
1: I like Amaretto, but it just was too much for a beer. I didn't taste enough beer characteristics. It was just all Amaretto.
0: You could tell there was a nice base beer under yeah. there, but the Amaretto just beat the hell out of it. Yeah. Um,
1: so and apparently they do that Milky Way dip beer other ways. Yeah. Cause Dash was telling us well, which one was he saying was really good.
0: I don't even recall.
1: Yeah. But he said, oh, this other variant was really good, but he agreed that the Amaretto was a little too heavy. Super
0: strong. Uh then probably my favorite beer of our entire beer trip.
1: Yeah, it was really good. Uh
0: they're blondie, which oh my god. Uh, so it was an Imperial blonde ale with coffee, vanilla, and lactose. Oh my god.
1: It was so that good. beer
0: was light but crazy flavorful, but also it was like ten percent alcohol.
1: Yeah, it was dangerous. It was
0: unbelievably dangerous. I think Rebecca was drinking it and I was like, Do you know what this ABV is? I was She's like, like, No, it's my
1: birthday.
0: That beer is phenomenal. I wish we could have gotten it to go. I mean, we could have. We could
1: have, but they only did Crowlers. Yeah,
0: unfortunately. And we're but, like, <sighs> we
1: can't commit to a 10% beer and a Crowler for the, just the two of us. Like
0: I said, that was my favorite beer of the entire trip. That beer was ridiculous. I love that beer. Uh, then another one that was outstanding, their Orange Crushed, which was an orange soda meets orange sour it, they say it's supposed to taste kind of like Orange Starburst. I yeah, mean, it's, pretty much, yeah. yeah. It's, it's got a lot of orange to it. It's very vibrant. It is so, like, orangey-sour. It is beautiful. But it also kind of, like, has a soft finish to it at the same time, even yeah, it though it's really decently good. sour. That was an excellent beer. So, Midnight Run, doing a nice job. Yeah. A very nice job. God, that blondie. Yeah. I think Ugh.
1: what we did taste, we really liked. I think we would have had more, obviously, but we just... Couldn't commit to
0: half pores half of pores, everything. Yeah. I know. There was a lot on their tap list I wanted to try. But the other thing is their stuff is higher ABV for the most part. So that is that, also a factor.
1: That Amaretto Milky Way was...
0: Yeah, what was it? I'll, that was 10% too. Was it? Or was it more? I mean, look. Not 9.5. Yeah. yeah was... The fact that the Blondale is like the highest ABV we had is kind of crazy. But but Yeah. So, Midnight Run, really cool. Really yeah. enjoyed it. And then um, I was like, okay, so we're done now, right? And I'm like,
1: let's do one more! <laughs> and
0: I was like, are you trying to murder me <laughs> with alcohol on your for your birthday? <laughs> kind of.
1: Yeah, so then we went to Old Mother.
0: Which we had been to the first time, yeah. and that was our favorite place we went to the first time we went yeah. out there. And they are still doing a great job. Still,
1: yeah, we still enjoyed their beers there.
0: And we had their Terry Lynn Lemon Meringue Pie Cream Ale. I like that. Which was, obviously, cream ale. It's supposed to be like lemon meringue. It has Meyer lemons, vanilla beans, and lactose in it. And that was tasty. Quite good. We had their Nito Torpedo, which is a... Sorry, I'm trying to get this to come up. on untapped. Uh, a collaboration with Crooked Crab. And it's a um, tangerine strawberry puree sour... That was was very tasty. I really, I think that was my favorite there. That may have been my favorite there. Then we had their chocho, which was an oatmeal stout. It was just like a straight up oatmeal stout, which was pretty good. I, I think it was like a chocolate oatmeal stout. Then we had their another, one that I was very surprised by, their surprise lunch, which was a peanut butter banana marshmallow stout. Sounds weird, right? Peanut butter, banana, and marshmallow. And I'm very iffy on banana and beer. Um, I'm iffy on banana and anything, really, but especially beer. But the banana level was good. Like the way it folded in with the marshmallow and the peanut Peanut butter was excellent.
1: And you tasted them all in the beer. Like you took a sip and you you were just kind of taken through this roller coaster of flavors.
0: That was my second favorite beer there. The Nino Torpedo One and then the surprise lunch, which was definitely a surprise for me with the banana in it. And uh, that's all we had at Old Mother, and then we were done.
1: Yeah, and then we were like, okay. And we I was gotta like, are them. we
0: finally done, Rebecca? <laughs> are we finally done now? But we had a great time and Yeah, it was a good day. Like I said, like Frederick is killing it with breweries. There's so many. Oh, and we also when we were there for lunch, we ate at the wine kitchen. Which is also on that uh, river where a bunch of the breweries are. It's just creek. a little further down. Yeah, it's just a short walk. little walk. Yeah, very short walk. Like five, six minutes. Yeah. Easy to get and to. And it's a,
1: pr- a pretty little walk. You walk across a couple roads, but on this yeah. brick little path near the right by the creek.
0: Really good food. Yeah. Definitely recommend that. And you can sit outside, and they have plenty of shade sitting outside, and it's very beautiful. Good service and all that. So, yeah. It was good. Um, okay. So,
1: you have to rank these.
0: Yeah, we gotta rank these now. Um, this is not easy. Not easy. This is gonna be hard.
1: I know what I'm doing.
0: Okay, you lead it then, and I will follow after you. I might need to take take a few tastes. I'm gonna need some extra tastes just to figure out between two of them. I think. Okay, I see where you're going.
1: Which one did you just take another sip of? Popping off?
0: Yeah, I did. I did. Okay. I mean, they're all good. I like them all.
1: So my number four is the Stratiform Boy by Attaboy. My number three is the Vienna Lager by Steinhardt. My number two is Popping Off by Idiom. And my number one is the Lunchpail Sour Key Lime by Smoketown.
0: I'm still tasting through. I'm still retasting through. I can't. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So my number four is actually going to be the Vienna Lager by Steinhardt. Still really good, though. My number three is going to be the Strata Farm Boy. That's the barrel-aged saison with uh, Dry Hop with Strata Hops. My number two is going to be the Lunch Pale Sour Key Lime by Smoketown. And my number one is the Popping Off. Oh,
1: wow. Ours is very different.
0: Idiom and homemade. That's the Bomb Pop Smoothie Sour with Raspberry, Cherry, Pomegranate, Lime, and Vanilla. It's just too well blended together to ignore as the number one. I mean, it's the number one for me, for sure. So, great lineup, though. I really enjoy finishing these beers off for sure. So, awesome. Where else do we need to go, people? Yeah, let you us know. S- send us an email, brutalbattlepodcast at gmail.com. Just let us know. Hit us up on Instagram. Yeah,
1: brutalbattlepodcast.
0: And uh, check out our back episodes just on brutalbattle.com or on whatever podcast catcher you use, podcatcher you use. Or you can search it on archive.org. Just search Brutal Battle and it'll have everything there. Um, we're on un- untapped as well. You are? Rebecca C. And I am Carlin C. or Carlin Cook. Uh, so look for us there. You can be our friends virtually. Uh, and yeah, that's... that's. Oh, also give us a rating and review if you can. It, it's pretty quick. You don't even need to say much in the review. Just give us the rating and then say, I like it. Whatever. That would help us out. And, and word of mouth is the other thing. Spread the word on this. So... Thank you, everyone, for checking this out. Let us know ideas for other areas we need to hit up, other breweries, especially in Maryland, we should hit up. And until next time,
1: keep it brutal.